We are so excited to kick off this three-part series that's essentially designed to help take you from totally frazzled and overwhelmed to laser-focused, knowing with the utmost confidence and clarity what you're called to next. And the result of this work over these next few weeks together is going to help you step into becoming that family-first entrepreneur that you feel called to be, the person who is craving massive success in your business, who's called to your next level in your mission, but you don't want to do it at the expense of what matters most. So all the work that we're doing together, all the conversations that we're having are directly aligned with making change that you actually see the fruit of and that you see the change in and that you see the growth as a result of the stuff that we're doing together. So today is all about this idea of being in total reactionary mode. Do you always feel like you are just reacting? Like you're constantly putting out fires in your business, probably at home too, and there's really no space for creation or innovation or possibility seeking, let alone fun and enjoyment. Like those are not even on the table. And in your business, you kick off your day in email or Slack or in the DMs, and you feel like a firefighter putting out all these little flames all over the place. But what you really want to do is dream of what's next, to create for hours on end without interruption as you give birth to this next genius idea that puts you on the map as a sought-after visionary and leader in your space, and then clocking out both physically and mentally after a fulfilling day's work to seamlessly transition into rocking it at home with your family. Okay, so the truth is, even at home, you experience a lot of this too. You play peacekeeper, you are master juggler, uh, you have just enough time to throw together a meal or break up another argument or plow through some homework with the kids and then get them off to bed in a stressed out fashion, and then you lay awake thinking of all the things you could have or should have done that will likely roll on to tomorrow's to-do list again. Okay, so today we change that. Let's get to the show. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something and you want to be known for it too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. Despite your deep desire, because I know you have it, I know it's in there, to float up out of the weeds of your life, it just doesn't seem to happen. No matter how hard you work, how much you get done, how many things you launch, how many clients you bring on, how much you hire, there's still an element of the hamster wheel. 
you've tried outsourcing the things, you've listened to the podcast on time management, you've read the books, you've tried taking on less, or maybe, you know, like I've done many times, you take on more in the hopes that you'll finally get over that hump once and for all. But here you are still reacting and it feels like crap. Your nervous system feels it. And right now you're wondering, how much longer do you have to sustain like this? Or maybe you're waking up to the fact that it's not supposed to be like this because you've become so accustomed to living this way that you thought that this was just the life of a busy entrepreneur, let alone a busy entrepreneur who's also raising up a family. But I'm here to remind you as someone who's walked through this many times before that it doesn't have to be. In fact, it should not be this way because if you're called to a present life, a life of possibility, one where you really heed that call to your mission in business and to your purpose with your family, with raising your babies, you won't find that life in a reactionary state. It will forever feel like it is just out of your reach, but it doesn't have to. So we're talking about that today. How do you elevate up out of the chaos and into something better? How do you successfully lead as a family-first entrepreneur who has somehow found a way to just rock it in business and at home? So if you're not driving, take out a notebook. Let's work through this together. And the good news is I have a free gift for you, a download, a tool that we developed first and foremost for ourselves as a team when we went into some of our visionary retreats so that we could get really specific and get super, super clear on where to put our energy and focus. And then we started using it for our really high-level clients because we found that no matter the levels of success they hit, it came with more chaos oftentimes. And it came with feeling like they were not family first, that they had to dedicate themselves to their mission and as a result of that, they had to choose between business and family. So we really started building this out and using this for our clients. And I want to gift it to you. So these three weeks, we're going deep on how to leverage this tool, taking you from frazzled to laser focused, okay, and serving you and becoming a family first entrepreneur and getting that clarity and reducing the overwhelm and all the things that you're craving. So make sure that you go and get your hands on it. You can snag it at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused if you want to make sure that you have it to kind of, as you hear what I'm walking you through here, you have that document right in front of you, or you can grab it after and you can snag it from the show notes as well, but it's luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused. So the first piece of this puzzle, as we're talking about this concept of breaking free of the chaos, of stopping the cycle of being a reactionary business owner, someone who is just, where's the fire? Got to put it out. Where's the fire? Got to put it out. I only deal with what's urgent. I only deal with what's right under my nose. I can tell you with the greatest amount of certainty that point blank, end of sentence, like you will not get to where you want to go operating like that. And then layer on top of that heaping pile of hot garbage, the fact that you're never going to feel aligned. It's going to throw you off in your family. Your attitude's going to be off. Your profits are going to be off. Your perspective is going to be off. It won't feel right. 
So the first thing to note, write this down. Leaders don't play in that sandbox. Okay, so you want to be a leader in your industry. You want to crush it in business. You want to see, you know, your profits on the rise. You want to see your team like a well-oiled machine. You want to have energy again around the work you do. Leaders don't play in the sandbox of reactionary thinking. Up to now, that has been your modus operandi, right? Your MO. That's what you do. It's a piece of your identity, which has forged ways of thinking and therefore forged habits that you lean into in ways of operating that might just feel like bad luck or the nature of the beast, but it's not true. You do, no matter how much you have on your plate, get to choose how you do this. I just had a call, actually right before recording this episode, with one of the doctors that I work with on my team, and I've been navigating some health stuff. If you've been following along, I've shared a lot of it where it's gotten pretty ugly over the last few weeks from a health perspective. And moments like this, first of all, I'm super grateful that we are through the reactionary phase. We were in that for many, many years. I think it's contributed to the reason I'm paying for it later in my health battles because I was in this fight or flight mode all the time, always reacting. But the blessing in growing up out of that is that I can take the time to address what's going on and the business still moves forward because we're not reacting to what's happening in the moment. We're building for what we want in the future. And we have a team in place. We have systems. We have strategies. We have programs, offers, all of that that allow for me to take the time that I need to continue to heal. So anyway, I had this appointment with this doctor who I respect immensely. He's one of the most brilliant men I've ever met. He was born and raised in Korea with his father, who was an acupuncturist, but it was next level in Korea. And when he was growing up, he uh, learned at the age of five years old how to perform healing and acupuncture on his dad's patients because in the Korean culture, they believe that if the practitioner is sick or dealing even with emotional stress, it can carry into the patient. So when his dad was having a tough week or when he was dealing with his own illness, he trained Dennis how to do this work even as a five and a six-year-old and understand energy and how it transfers from person to person and how it affects the body. So he's just, he's been doing this craft for over 50 years and he's just so gifted in this space. And we were talking and like a good doctor would, he's getting all the data from me. He wants to know the stressors in my life currently. He wants to know environmental factors. He wants to know you know, what's my workload like right now? What are the kids like right now? Like what stage of their development are are we navigating as parents? Everything. He wants to know how much sunlight I'm getting, what supplements I'm taking, all that. But he also wants to know what I'm eating. So I'm telling him proudly the list of things that I'm eating because I eat really freaking well. I am one of the cleanest eaters you're going to meet. I know what my body needs in terms of nutrients. Uh, I don't just not eat processed foods. I then make sure the foods I am eating are chocked full of nutrients. Okay, so where am I going with this story? So I proudly tell him all these things, thinking he's going to give me a pat on the back and say, awesome, like perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. And he says, Liz, you are not what you eat. You are what you digest. Okay, you are not what you eat. You are what you digest. So I sat with that for a minute. And the point he was getting at 
is I can eat all the things that are great for me. But if my body is not operating properly and there are things thrown off in my system, I can eat all the world's best things. I can spend all the money on organic foods. I can grow my own foods. I can consume as much as I want. But ultimately, if my body can't process it properly because of the health battles that I'm navigating and I'm not digesting it and my body's not receiving the nutrients from the food, it doesn't matter that I'm eating all that good stuff. And I thought of that today before recording, you know, before hitting record on this episode, because sometimes that's the state of reactionary that you're in. I'm doing all the things, but why am I not seeing the result I want? I'm in constant action mode. I'm going. I'm getting the work done. I'm fighting so hard, but I'm not seeing the progress. That's because you are not actually able to process all the things that you're doing. You don't have the systems in place to support it. You don't have the team in place to keep it going. And you are not, which we're going to talk more about in the next few weeks, even in your sweet spot, doing the things you actually should be doing so that it's benefiting you. So this is my reminder. You'll hear me saying it many times after this, I'm sure. But leaders don't play in that sandbox. You want to be a leader. You want to progress in your business. You want to see the next level of growth. Stop being a reactionary thinker, okay? I have two incredible clients, Erica and John, who I love. They are a married couple. And when they came to me and started working in my incubator program, which is our higher level business program and mastermind, incredibly brilliant in their craft, very well sought after, but totally reactionary. It was like the only capacity they had was to deal with what was right in front of them. So we had to do a lot of work to unearth where that came from, why it was that way, and rewire them as to how they were going to go forward. Because a lot of this is changing the way you operate. It is changing the way you think. And it's very uncomfortable. It's why so many people struggle with this and never actually get to the levels they want is because they don't want to walk through those growing pains. But Erica and John embraced it so fully. So when I was teaching them to build more white space in, to change the way they view themselves, to change the way they view a problem, we had to have tough conversations of who are you choosing to be? Because it is a choice. Are you choosing to continue in this as a reactionary entrepreneur? Or are you choosing to to shift the identity that you have to become the proactive leader that you're called to be. And they actively made that choice and their actions reflected that choice. Leaders see the road ahead really differently. Yeah, they're totally in the trenches. They get their hands dirty, but they're not stuck in them. They consciously see the vision up ahead and they have the clarity to know where their time should be spent and how they should operate. Now, if you're saying, I don't have the clarity, I feel like I think about it and I don't even know what's next. I don't even know where I should put my energy. That's why we developed the tool that we've been talking about. And you're going to go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused. Okay. And that's, we're going to break down the game plan. So what's the game plan? It is from frazzled to laser focused. It's a 30-minute game plan. You can literally do this in 30 minutes and change everything to gain clarity, to reduce overwhelm, and to make the space to live your vision as a wildly successful family-first entrepreneur. Not just an entrepreneur, but a family-first entrepreneur taking into account both of those worlds and making sure that they align. Okay, so the second thing, going back to Erica and John, 
they were willing to do their homework. They changed their actual routine, their rhythms, both in business and as a family, and their habits started to mirror the feelings and outcomes they wanted to create. So their rhythm typically was go, 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 react, 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 get in the inbox, answer the emails, deal with the customer service problems, get on social media, put up the post. What are we doing today? What are we recording? All that stuff. What's on the calendar? What's coming at us? And instead, they had to go through this period, this kind of squeeze period. It was like, oh gosh, we are changing the way that we live our lives. And we're not just changing it in our business. We're changing it in our home. They told me at our retreat in November, we were on a catamaran that we rented for the incubator members in Tampa Bay Harbor. We were having a great time. And John and Erica pull me aside to tell me that they've decided to pull their kids out of traditional school, which was never on their radar, and to homeschool because they knew when they sat with it and they prayed over it and they really thought about how would the leaders we're becoming operate based on what we crave, how we want to live, the feelings and the outcomes that we want to create. They felt that hurry in their home. They felt rushed. They were dragging their kids from one activity to the next. They were throwing them in school, coming home, doing the homework, and it just felt chaotic. And for them, this isn't for everybody, but for them, they felt like, man, if we're going to go all in on this and we're really going to become these proactive leaders, this has to be a piece of our home life too. And they knew that this was the right path for them. So they had the bravery and the courage to do something completely outside the norm, completely terrifying because they'd never done it. They weren't raised up in it to live differently. And that's my challenge to you is start with the end in mind. What do you want? What do you crave? Like you you say you want these things, but then if you look at your life, are you living incongruence with that craving? Are you actually working towards it? Are you making it happen? Right? So oftentimes when we're shifting our routines and we're shifting our rhythms and our habits, we might feel the urgency of certain tasks or we like to see the little red notifications go away in our life. But if it doesn't serve the outcomes and the order of operations that are going to lead to the end result that we want most, we will continually be distracted by the tasks and never step into our true calling, never really get to experience the glory of what we're trying to build. I experienced this big time in my business. I was in such a reactionary state for such a long time years ago that I couldn't even think my way out of a paper bag. Like I couldn't even think about how it could be differently because everything felt so heavy and so necessary and who else was going to do it. And if I didn't do it, it was all going to fall apart. And I convinced myself of that. And sometimes there are tasks and things that do fall on you. Maybe you don't have the team or the systems yet that is going to support you. That's okay. But my challenge to you is still your calendar should still reflect the proactive nature of you. So even if you know you have to get in your inbox and answer those emails and you've got to deal with the customer service stuff that comes through and you absolutely have to show up for the meetings that you have with prospects and clients, those things can't just be eliminated from your life if they're major ways of growing the business or maintaining the business. But does your calendar just create the, like let those things permeate the whole day 
or are they concentrated to a specific chosen period of time that allows the space for another period of time where you are in a proactive state, where you are planning, where you are being a visionary? So the next thing after changing the routines and the rhythms is having the discipline to stick with it. It feels good. There is a chemical release in your brain when you check something off a list. So much so, I know people who add things to the lists that they've already done just to be able to check them off. And each day, more emails and more to-dos come streaming into these spaces and they need attention. But they don't, the, the leaders that we are creating, the ones that we're developing into these proactive leaders, they know now and they have the discipline to not start with the low-hanging fruit, not solely to do the thing that allows them to check the box quickly and effectively. They choose instead first the mission-critical tasks that require their leadership and presence, right? The things that matter most, like including eating a meal around the table with their family, and that trumps an early evening webinar that they signed up for because they've got to learn that thing so that they can get that webinar out for themselves the next day right? Or creating and protecting margin in their day to look at the week and months ahead. That takes precedence over jumping into an overflowing inbox right away. Yes, eventually you get into that inbox, but it's with an appropriate rhythm and balance and checks and balances that keep you disciplined to also honoring the things that are going to take you out of constant reactionary mode. Chipping away at the book proposal, which doesn't allow you to check something off your list immediately, or developing that upcoming speech or the new innovative project you're working on, it also gets the time it deserves before frantically responding to all the demands of the day. Okay, so there's a discipline around this and the little shifts in the rhythm and the discipline is going to start to elevate you up out of the weeds. Yes, sometimes you'll have to descend back down in them and deal with the crap that's on the plate of every small business owner, but you don't live there. You don't build your foundation there because that it's muddy in the weeds. Okay, we just went tubing the other day with the kids and they love when grandpa brings them through the lily pads and the weeds. You wouldn't build a house in there. This is crap, crap mud and gross stuff in there. You build your house on solid ground. So the solid ground is where you start to build these proactive things that we're talking about that become a part of your every day, every day. And even if right now the rhythm has to be that it's one hour every day and it doesn't get to be six hours every day, that's okay. It's better than seven straight hours of reactionary, and then you chip away it and and you change. Ultimately, you want to get to close to that 80-20, where 80% of your time is in the proactive space, and only a small percentage of your time is in the other stuff, and it doesn't even have to be reactionary. When I go in my inbox, it doesn't feel like a frantic task anymore. It's something that's very well-trained and sustained and done with a system. Right. When I'm in Slack, I'm not just frantically answering all my team's messages and now I've lost my day because I'm doing all the things they need. There's a timeline around it. There's a discipline around it. So if this sounds good, but you're like, I need some structure, what does this look like? You want to go download the frazzled to laser focused. Okay. That's going to be found at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused. And that's where you can get the full exercise where we go deep on what we're talking about over these three weeks. The final thing to acknowledge and think about 
which we break down in the, the download, is what balls are getting dropped in your business and at home. And then determining which of those balls are made of glass. Your children are made of glass. You don't want to drop that ball. Your inbox is made of plastic. It can get dropped once in a while. It's learning to prioritize. It's learning to focus on what matters most first, not just what screams the loudest. Although my kids do scream the loudest, but that's not what I meant. I meant metaphorically speaking, the thing, the squeaky wheel, the annoying thing that feels urgent, but isn't so mission critical. So what are those balls in your life that are being dropped? You know, we intentionally, and you guys might think we're weird, when we're going into a season where we know both family and work are going to be demanding, let's say it's a launch season and we're in homeschooling time and we've got some travel upcoming, we intentionally go into a season where our home, like our cleanliness of our home, is very much a plastic ball. We release the stress of our house having to be perfect and clean and decluttered. And if it becomes too much, we outsource it during that season. We get really intentional about that. And there are certain balls for us that are forever made of glass. Our health, our marriage, right? Our children. These are all things that always come first. And it allows us to understand that as we're juggling these balls, those are the ones that we pay the most attention to. They get our attention first and other stuff fills in around it. Because the tendency is the plastic balls are easier, right? They're, they're the ones we gravitate towards. And now all of a sudden we're breaking balls and it's hard to put those back together. This is something, again, we break down in the exercise, but getting clarity around these things It's the first step of getting out of reactionary mode and clearing your plate of the things that don't belong there or don't deserve the front burner in your life. And this creates the space for the things that will finally take you to your next level. Time with your spouse, time for rest, finally finding a hobby again, a chance to create prolific work that actually puts you on the map so you're not just spinning your wheels in perpetuity wondering when your big break's going to come. This is the process. And the cool thing is just doing this will put you leaps and bounds ahead because this is stuff that a lot of people are unaware of. They're not doing, they're not honoring, they're not working towards, and you have an actual game plan to get you there. So go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused. You can download it. If you're visual like me, it'll really help to walk through each of the exercises. So you'll have a really concrete roadmap with ultimate clarity, taking you out of the overwhelm and getting you crystal clear and helping you put those glass balls, keeping them safe, okay? So go download that. And if this spoke to you, we have some really cool stuff upcoming in the next few weeks that's going to go deeper on this. You're not gonna wanna miss it. So make sure you're subscribed. And if you haven't yet, can you go leave us a review or rate the show? If you're still in that reactionary mode, you're a little too busy to put a, 30-second rating, you can take a 30-millisecond, click the rating button, give us a five-star, and share this podcast with your friends, fellow entrepreneurs, fellow business owners who are seeking family first, too, and they are seeking their growth and leadership and possibility. We are always so grateful when we see you guys share the show and tag us. 
Thank you for putting it out into the stratosphere. Okay, stay tuned. You're going to want to be here next week. We also have an episode upcoming on Thursday that you won't want to miss. We've just got so much incredible stuff coming up this season. All right, talk soon. Thanks for tuning in. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.